0: Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, where we hear from you, the true experiences you have had with the paranormal, and we try to understand them. This week is a special episode as I welcome one of the funniest people, who I'm lucky to call a friend, uh, to chat about some of his own paranormal experiences. Don't forget, if you have had a paranormal encounter with a ghost extraterrestrial or something unexplained. Send us a voice note into Paranormal Activitypod at gmail.com and you could be featured on the next episode. Now I'm over the moon to welcome Paul O'Grady onto the show. Well, I'm absolutely delighted. And I'm really honoured. You can hear him in the background. He just won't shut up. He's my lovely, lovely friend and my paranormal partner, as I like to call him. The wonderful, beautiful, fabulous, very sexy-looking. Because we're on Zoom, we're staring at each other. The master of all, well, just entertainment. It's Paul O'Grady. <laughs> <laughs> that gorgeous!
1: How much did I pay you for that
0: intro? <laughs> oh, I tell you, only five pence. I tell you, I really pushed it then, didn't I? <laughs>
1: How
0: are you anyway? I'm all the better for seeing you. I really, I'm really am. Well, we want to talk to you about your uh, paranormal experiences because I know personally that you've had many, many paranormal experiences. In the house that you live in now, we've been there, me and Carl, haven't we? We've experienced yeah. the knocking. Just tell us about... I suppose your earliest paranormal experience is leading up to where you live now.
1: Well, when I first moved in here, people used to say they could smell perfume. And I, I couldn't. You know, I never smelt it. I was in, it was about two years later. I got up one night and went downstairs for a drink and I smelt it on the stairs. It hit me. Now, here's the weird bit. I went to lunch, two, was it two years ago? And the girl who was sitting next to me was the friend of one of the relations of the lady who lived in this house. And she had a message for me, the girl. She said, ask Paul, does he smell the perfume? Oh, wow. And I went, what? And I yeah. said, said, yes, I can. And she said, well, it's, um, it's what's it called? It's by Jean Patou or somebody. I went and got a bottle off eBay, you know, one of the old fashioned ones to see if yeah. it smelled the same. And it was, it's called Joy, that's it, by Jean yeah. Patou. And I went and got a bottle off eBay, it cost me an arm and a leg, because it was one of the old ones, not the new yeah. ones. And um, that was the smell. But I have to say, I haven't smelt it for a couple of years now. But we did go through a period in here where, God, there was all manner going on. We were watching the telly one night and the lamp came on. And I said, oh, it must be, you know, a, what a surge or whatever. Of it course, wasn't, it wasn't a surge. And then footsteps upstairs, because you can imagine me, I'm at the back kitchen door. <laughs> I'm on my way back to Bacon Head. Believe you me, but the bag's packed and the dog under my arm. I thought there is no... You know what I'm like? I don't know why I go on these things with you because I'm terrified. And I'm armed with crucifixes, holy water. Oh, I've got every single saint under the sun pinned to me shirt inside. St. Bernadette, St. Francis, St. This, St. That, St. Catherine, you name it.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, honestly, you've had me in absolute stitches you have over the years. And I've had the bruises and pinch marks to share and show well, everyone.
1: Well, do, you say When I get... My mate won't go to the pictures with me to see a horror film because I'll be sat there and I'll go, oh, my God, and I'll grab him. (laughs) And, of course, he'll levitate out the chair. (laughs) And he comes out and he's going, I'm never going to pictures with you again. Look at my arm. I'm black and blue. Look at me leg. Look at this. You've nearly broke me glasses. It's an assault course if you go anywhere near me with any suspense or anything haunted.
0: I know, but what makes me As you well know? Always, well, I do, and what, what I, in a couple of occasions it's always you're always incredibly brave at the beginning, and then you're always like, "Come on!" I mean, do you remember me and you running round an island, Poveglia, in Italy, on the hunt for for ghosts? We were looking for a vampire.
1: <laughs> no, we weren't. That was the old that had become an asylum, hadn't it? And then it was a plague yeah. island. And That's none of the locals will go near it, none of the fishermen That's or anything. What I do remember seeing in there was a really peculiar rabbit, the size of a house. And <laughs> it looked... But it looked like it had been in some nuclear blast, you know, this thing. Oh, it was, God, it, it, yeah. It was horrific, but it just shot in front of me and I thought, oh, God, say nothing. <laughs> <I don't laughs> just like and Just carry on.
0: Carry on. And then we, I remember we were sat on a boat in the middle of, of the sea. Oh,
1: there was knocking as well. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Didn't the police come past? Oh, yeah. When we were on the boat. <laughs> I, I remember this, this, the police boat came past. And they were looking at us thinking, because we had a Ouija board house and we were on some wooden platform, I seem to remember, and you were shouting, knock once, VS. <laughs> knock twice. <out. laughs> and now- we're covered in mozzie bites because the... Um, the um, where were we? Venice. That year, Venice. had a terrible plague of tiger mosquitoes <laughs> and we were eaten alive. I could barely, I didn't look human. I was just a mass of lumps. I looked like the thing.
2: <laughs>
0: you did. It was one hell of an adventure. Oh, it was fabulous. It was fabulous. So what do you think happens to us when when we die? And what, have you had anything, have you actually seen a real spirit in front of you? Have you, have you had any? Solid evidence for yourself.
1: No, I've actually never seen anything, I don't think. I don't know. I've had, there's been we. I've been in theatres and the dressing room doors opened, you know, like, or the bathroom doors open. or Buster started barking at the wall for some reason. And has done it quite, we were in the Swansea Grand and um, Buster used to run upstairs and they had a soft drinks machine, you know, one of these vendors with bits and pieces in it. And he used to bark at it. And I assume because he wants something out of it, but it wasn't. And then one of the crew said, oh, that used to be dress from him. Somebody died in there and all this. But he barked for the entire, he used to drive me insane. I'd say, where's that rotten dog? He's upstairs again, barking at the wall. I'm so, you're going into psychiatric, you are, if you carry on like this. But I've actually, I've never seen anything. I don't think I have. It's hard to tell, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, we've been talking on, the, on this show about how, in my experiences, sometimes I've seen ghosts and they have been as solid and as real as, as you or me.
1: I'll tell you one tale. I was, it was after, not long after Murphy died and uh, I went up to the grave and I was tidying it up. And to get in, there's a gate you have to push, you know, into the churchyard. And it's got like a big spring on it, so it makes a noise, so you hear it immediately. Anyway, I heard the gates open and I looked up, and there's an old fellow with a bike. And he said, I just said, Oh, hello. And he said to me, Don't let the bastards grind you down. And carried on with his bike past the church. So I went up then to fill a vase. I thought, where's he gone? Because there's a field behind it and a field on the other side. And a quite a steep, steep like dip, you know, to get you couldn't get over the fence with a bike. Put it that way, especially in your 70s. So that maybe he's in the church and he's took his bike in, you know, so it doesn't get nicked. So I went in the church, no sign of him. I thought, where the hell has he gone? Because if he'd gone past me, I'd have heard the gate because of yes. the noise it makes.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And it just vanished. Now, I can't, now, I'm not saying I saw the ghost, but I'm just saying I can't explain that. And it's often left me puzzles. You know, I think, where did he go? Did he go on the roof? Was he nicking lead? We were, and I was looking all over, you know, I was looking in the church. I was looking over the fence to see if he'd fell. And I couldn't work it out. I just couldn't work it out. I can't work that out, so explain that to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's it's. we had something similar a, a couple of weeks ago where a lady, well, it was actually a young lad, and he kept seeing um, a young boy on a bike on a busy street going across uh, the street and into this park, and, and they said... Like you, there was nowhere for him to go. He just seemed to sort of disappear in thin air. And um, then the, he, he was so interested by it because he was sure he'd seen something that he couldn't explain. So he did his research and found out that a young lad would been knocked over on his bike and killed on that exact same path, that same spot. So, uh, you know, who knows? And it's like lots of people say, why do you never see modern ghosts? Why do you only see sort of old-fashioned ghosts? Well, we might be seeing modern ghosts, but we just can't tell because they're solid. You know, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. You know, we expect them to sort of be a lot of people, oh, you know, draped in white sheets or opaque or slightly see through. But I don't. I think a lot of them are solid. And how many times do you drive your car and you, you know, you think about how many people have died on the streets or on main roads. Yeah. Well, You could be seeing someone that's passed on, but they're they're seen as solid. You know, we just don't know, do we?
1: Do you know my grandson, when he was about two, two or three, he was in the back of the car and they pulled up the traffic lights. This is in Liverpool, next to the cemetery. It was on a Sunday. And he said, who's that? Why is that lady there in the big hat with all those people? There's nobody there. And we just freaked out, completely freaked out. He's never seen anything since. But that's what he said. Why is that lady there with the big hat and all those people?
0: Do you think children are more susceptible to seeing spirits than I we are? I think children
1: are more susceptible to a lot of things. And we don't believe them because they are children. It's your imagination or you've seen, you know, you're seeing things or whatever. So you don't believe them really. You know, when you see them playing and you hear them talking away, chatting away, you think, who's he talking to? And it could be a soldier or whatever, he's, you know, the action man or Cindy, or whatever they're playing with, you know, but you don't know, do you? But yeah, I think children are, animals are susceptible as well.
0: Yeah, very You know, very they're much. very
1: susceptible. Yeah, bus shoes should drive me mad. He was always sat at the bottom of the stairs barking. He had a thing about wolves, I think. <laughs> Sitting there barking at walls. I think, well, boss, what you? you're freaking me out. It's two o'clock in the morning.
0: Did you pinch him?
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more
0: Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Mum's the Word, a brand new parenting podcast with me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles, and all the other problems that come with parenting. I'm not going to be sugarcoating anything. It's all about truths, taboos, and of course, celebrating the amazing highs, too. Each week, I'll be talking about the journey of being a mum. For me, it's my first time, so I'll have some celebs and experts and you guys to help join me and hopefully figure out what on earth I'm meant to be doing. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our very own little club. Hit follow now so you don't miss an episode. Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast with me, Ashley
2: James. Coming soon.
0: It's the best parenting podcast out there.
1: But I do, I have to be honest, I do like ghost hunting. One, for a couple of reasons. To really see if there is an afterlife. You know, to see if there is anything. And and two, for the sheer fun of it. I do, it's bizarre. I do like running around in the dark, screaming, chasing after you. I mean, it's like (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it is like Scooby-Doo.
0: Remember
1: when we were in Sicily? Yes, We went to Sicily, all the scouters. Oh my god. And we were all upstairs somewhere and I blew me nose and Natasha Hamilton, she nearly had a heart attack. She went, oh, my god, oh my god, I've just heard something about I said it was me blowing me nose.
0: <laughs> Do you remember, that was an incredible. Do you remember we, we all went down into um what was that place called now? I've forgotten. What was it called? With all the
1: dead bodies
0: hanging on the wall, and the monks had done yeah, that in farming. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. And we went down. It was in Sicily, and we went down into these the catacombs, wasn't it? And yeah. uh, me, and you came up crying because it was such a shock, wasn't it? Well, it wasn't that. It was that baby.
2: Yes, in, yes. In baby. a glass
1: case, and I just thought, why don't you bury this child for God's sake? It was quite distressing, you know, to see this sort of. She wasn't even mummy fine, and one eye was sort of half open, you know, and you could see her little teeth. It wasn't oh, a pretty yeah. sight. And I no, just said, "bury this child, for God's sake, she shouldn't be on display, you know. It's not mad than two sorts. No, But they didn't, and she's still, she's called Sleeping Beauty. She haunted me. And I don't mean physically. She didn't come in the bedroom and go, nah, what me, dummy. She, um, but I kept thinking about it. It was horrifying me, you know, the sight of it. I just thought it was just awful to see, really awful. But it was a very creepy place. Didn't they turn all the lights off on us? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> they turned all the lights off. And then, don't you remember we had this Italian, she was ever so nice, the um interpreter. And there yeah. was me and you, and we were in the The embalming room, and we were doing a Ouija board, and we kept and we caught it. We caught it on tape. That crying. Uh, the crying,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like a whining. It was audible. Yeah, it, was it was horrible. Like, yeah, it was a uh, uh, I'll tell you what I did like in Sicily when we went down under the opera house. You remember, we went, under no. the, we went right down under the opera house and it was so deep. It was like, it, it was deeper than the actual building. And apparently a witch had been uh, uh, tortured down there and all this business and she was evil. And, we, and I'm thinking, why do we want to, why do we want to <laughs> resurrect this woman? I kept thinking this in my mind, you know, she's evil <laughs> and she's a bad fairy. Well, what's the point? <laughs>
0: I do not remember that. Isn't it funny? Yeah. I, there's things I don't remember. Maybe it was so dramatic and awful that I wiped it from my memory. I, I just it was, don't really, it that was at
1: all. And there was like a, um, a bit of a river down there and everything. It was real Phantom of the Opera stuff. It was really, cr- and even the guide we went down with. She said we don't normally come down this far. You know, and wow. it was really. And we all sat there. I remember me and Phil Olivier on the way home, back from it. That's all we talked about. We were trying to work stuff out. You know, we couldn't quite get it together, what we'd seen or what we'd heard or, you that's know. That's right. And, and he, Go on, sorry, yeah, darling. He said to me, you know, if, if there is an afterlife, would you, would you change the way you live? You know, would, how would you feel? You know, would you, would you sort of not behave yourself, would you do things differently, you know, if you knew there was an afterlife? I wouldn't mind it being if there is an afterlife. I'm coming back as a poltergeist. I can't waste. <laughs> you'll be in your kitchen and a plate will go flying, and you'll know it's me. And I keep saying to various friends, "You'll be lying in bed, and I'll pull the duvet off you slowly, and then tip okay. you out of the bed." I said, "I can't oh. waste." <laughs> <laughs>
0: We can be really bad together, couldn't we? We could go into the Houses of Parliament. We could go and haunt. Oh, I could do all great. sorts. <laughs>
1: I'd, yeah, all all manner of paying the members, drinking tanky, yeah. <laughs> and all manner of stuff. I'd do terrible things. It'd be such a hoot. You'd probably get bored after a while. And anyway, they'd get an exorcist in, and that'd be the end of us. puff, puff of smoke. Straight down to hell for bad behavior.
0: <laughs> we would. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I well, you know, my my thoughts and There definitely is an afterlife, 100%. And yeah, uh, I know. You know, so much to look forward to, and and uh, we really, really have. And people that lose their loved ones, and people that. We've you know, talked about this on the show before, but grief and how awful it is. And I just think it's so important for people who have experienced some sort of paranormal um, activity of any kind, or they've seen a spirit or had communication with the other side. I think it's really important for them to share it so it gives hope to people who have lost loved ones. But you know what gets me of this? When they say,
1: oh, yeah, when you die, you know, and you go to heaven or wherever this afterlife is, your relations will be there. And I think, how far back are we going? You know, I've just died. I've just had this terrible experience. I don't want to be arriving in a nasty shroud and there's like 68 generations of O'Grady's and savages and everyone I've ever known dead. Still a black waiting for me with a bottle of bubbly. And I haven't had time to like get acclimatised. Get... I mean, you have been naked. You know, they'd be saying your great, 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 great grandmother wants to have tea with you. Oh, not again. Only having tea with your great, 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 great granddad this morning. (laughs) I should imagine you wouldn't get a lot of peace. You know, there'd be a lot of catching up to do. There
0: will be. be See, I have
1: a very, being brought up a Catholic when I was a kid, I have a very childish idea of heaven, (laughs) of the afterlife. You know, there's heaven where you have all that nonsense and then there's hell. And then there's purgatory where you, you haven't quite made it. You have got to do a bit of probation before you can go to heaven. And then there's limbo if you're a baby who's been but died before they've been baptized. You know you have to pray to get one of them out, and then they go into purgatory. And you think, what? It's like the like the civil service list. There's so many different departments. I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> but it is. You know, I used to like worry myself to death when I was a kid thinking about it. So what's a mortal sin and a venial sin? If I neck this sweet from the news agents, is that a mortal or a venial? My mother would say, no, mortal's murder. Okay. <laughs> so even the sins were put in categories. I can imagine this filing cabinet, you know, some, some like angel going through it. So you ain't very good, there were and now I'm in the 70s, you're a very badly behaved young man. <laughs> and I, this is how I see it.
0: Oh, God, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's the best way to see it, I think, is because it's the funny side of things, isn't it, really? Well, this is it,
1: you know, and you go down to hell and there's this like quite sexy bloke sat on the throne in a dinner suit <laughs> saying, you know, puffing on a cigar. What would you like to do? That's really, really bad. So, <laughs> like, you, could you send me up for the week to be a poltergeist? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that note, on that note, we'll say goodbye. You know, uh, honestly, I'm crying here. You always... <laughs> well, do that, it to me. That's Make my vision of the afterlife on.
1: for you. It sounds quite good, doesn't it, actually? <laughs> Once well, you've got over you the what. initial shock, you know, of all yeah. the filling in forms.
0: Filling <laughs> <laughs> in forms? Can you and imagine? What have you,
1: you know And and all that and going through tests. I think it's actually probably quite pleasant.
0: (laughs) I think so. And we must make a promise to each other. Whoever goes first has to come back and uh, visit the other one. But not in a frightening way, you bugger.
1: Well, all you'll get is you'll get a crack of lightning and it'll go dark all of a sudden. And then you'll see a whiff of spiral. I'll be like Maleficent of the Christian. There be a spiral of green smoke. And all of a sudden I'll appear, looking fabulous in this, like with the collar up here and the horns and the stick and everything <laughs> And I'll say, I'll say, yeah, And then I'll vanish again. All that force for nothing.
0: <laughs> with me, you'll just get a really bad smell of sulfur and bad rotten eggs. And you go, she's here. She's here. <laughs> so she's hanging. Oh, she's, she's, here. Here. <laughs> she's, here.
1: she's here. No, you'd be knocking you, I should imagine. I'll be in bed and I'll be here
0: get that bloody knocking <laughs> I will it's me I'm knocking I'm knocking listen I love you to bits and thank and you, you so so much yeah alright you darling yourself, see you yeah Well, thank you for listening to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding. We'll be back at the same time, same place next week. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. We want to hear from you, so send in an audio clip telling us your paranormal story to this address. ParanormalActivityPod at gmail.com. That's ParanormalActivityPod at gmail.com. And remember, things...